we are going to have a paper from uh, a great uh, uh, yoga uh, shastragnya yoga scientist uh, uh, directly uh, coming from the krishnamacharya yoga sansthanam and a phd uh, in uh, shastras uh, he uh, is responsible for the great popularity of tantra yuktis now as indic research methodology and every time he comes up with revolutionary uh, proposals this time the interesting proposal he is coming up with is usually we uh, particularly from the indological side we always see uh, that puranas have taken from the shastras but this time uh, professor jairaman is arguing that uh, the uh, puranas have contributed to yoga shastra over to you uh, namaste professor uh, nagaraj ji um, i'll start with the mangala shloka yogena chittasya padena vacham malam sharirasya cha vaidyakena yopakarottam pravaram muninam ಪತಂಜಲಿ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಐ ಅಟ್ ದಿ ಔಟ್ಸೆಟ್ ಐ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಇಂಡಿಕ್ ಅಕಾಡೆಮಿ ಫಾರ್ ದಿ ಆಪರ್ಚುನಿಟಿ ಟು ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪೇಪರ್ ಐ ಹೋಪ್ ಯು ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಸಿ ಮೈ ಸ್ಕ್ರೀನ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಹಿಯರ್ ಮೈ ವಾಯ್ಸ್ ಕ್ಲಿಯರ್ಲಿ ಸೊ ದಿ ಟೈಟಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಮೈ ಪೇಪರ್ ಈಸ್ indebtedness of uh, yoga shastra to the puranas uh, can you hear me clearly and uh, is my screen visible yes please ha yeah so the title is indebtedness of yoga shastra to puranas <clears throat> as it has been stated in the uh, prospectus of this uh, seminar that uh, <clears throat> puranas are encyclopedic in nature and hence have contributed to many disciplines of knowledge so uh, taking cue from that i also when i revisited the commentaries of yoga sutra then i understood that uh, yoga shastra uh, have, has also been immensely uh, uh, benefited by puranas so i have attempted to establish so as so many systems of knowledge have been uh, benefited by uh, puranas similarly yoga shastra has also been benefited that's what my survey or study of the yoga sutra commentaries revealed and that's what i have presented in my full paper that i have written and submitted to the conference organizers so my analysis uh, of this topic is based on my study of the classical yoga sutra commentaries samskrita yoga sutra commentaries there is a long tradition of unbroken samskrita commentaries in samskrita right from uh, the period of uh, sage patanjali 3rd 4th century till 1819 20th century so but i focused on just two commentaries of yoga sutra tattvaveshadi vachaspati mishra and uh, yoga vartika of vigyana bhikshu even in those two just two commentaries among 20 odd uh, samskrita commentaries available on yoga sutra 60 to 70 instances of uh, uh, utilization of puranas for various uh, interpretative purposes to elucidate various dimensions of yoga we could see 
and uh, all those uh, concepts all those 60 70 references have been compiled analyzed and has been discussed in detail in my paper but uh, as the duration of presentation is uh, limited so i would just take three aspects three dimensions of uh, yoga shastra which have been immensely benefited uh by these puranic uh, references uh or the puranic thoughts and puranic ideas <clears throat> so the first one is the conceptual or the philosophical dimension so philosophical dimension of yoga sutra they have been again uh they have been helped a lot by the puranic references so that first dimension i for that first dimension i give an example from the tatvavaisharadi commentary uh on the yoga sutra uh we know everyone knows that uh, yoga is very popular and uh, in yoga what is central is the chitta because the very definition of yoga is based on uh, chitta only chitta vritti nirodha yoga ha chitta vritti nirodha so and uh, the pancha vrittis the pancha klesha samskaras vasanas so entire yoga shastra especially from yoga sutras they revolve around the concept of chitta in sutra 4.10 ಸಿಸ್ಟ್ idea itself is not much known in uh, the yoga uh, circles so the study of yoga uh, where it is worldwide it is popular globally but this idea that the chitta is vibhu this uh, this and it has a lot of very practical implications um, because uh, all our chittas are vibhu and we are always interconnected but the fact that we don't know that all our chittas are connected uh, interconnected always and there are many more implications that are possible to derive from the idea that chitta is vibhu there is a methodology in shastra that is of the purva paksha and siddhanta so to establish something firmly the uh, the shastrakaras themselves raise objection and then they clear that objection so that no doubt remains regarding this concept so when the uh, the shastrakaras say when the commentators say that uh, chitta is uh, vibhu then uh the shastrakaras themselves raise a purva paksha uh, based on a puranic quotation so in vachaspati vachaspati mishra he himself raises a uh, objection and then he responds to that and he to maintain that chitta is vibhu only omnipresent only so the puranic quotation is like this angushtha matram purusham nischakarsha yamo balat see the objector uh, says that uh, see you say that chitta is vibhu chitta is all pervasive but purana uh, which is accepted by you as an authentic source of knowledge it says the purusha has been drawn in, during the death of a person yama comes and then draws the purusha who is of the size of the thumb from the body so the purusha according to the 
Purupakshi is Jivatma. If Jivatma is of the size of Angushta, then Chitta, which is connected to this Jivatma, how can it be Vibhu Parimana? So, uh, so this objection is based on this Puranic quotation. And how to understand this Puranic quotation? That is also clarified to establish again, to reiterate that Chitta is Vibhu only. So how do the commentators uh, develop this? How, to, how do they sustain that Chitta is uh, Vibhu only or Chitta is omnipresent only? They say, uh, how to understand this Puranic sentence? They say, which Vajaspati Mishra says, Agamastu Purushasya Nishkarshamaha. So what does this uh, Puranic quotation say? Purushasya Nishkarsha. Purusha is drawn out. So, Nacha Chittam Va Sukshma Shariram Va Purushaha. What is the meaning of Purusha? Purusha does not mean Chitta. And Purusha also does not mean Sukshma Sharira. It is very well known in Sankhya Yoga philosophical parlance that Purusha is neither Chitta nor the Sukshma Sharira. Then what is Purusha? Kintu Chiti Shakti Aprati Sankrama. Purusha is pure consciousness. Chiti, chiti Shakti and Aprati Sankrama. Purusha is without modification. So Aprati Sankrama. So so drawing out of such a Purusha is not possible because Purusha is pure consciousness and he does not undergo any modification. Then what to do? Nishkarshaha aupacharikaha vyakheyaha. So the drawing out of Purusha cannot be explained in the primary meaning as we see. It has to be given a aupacharika vyakhya. That is a secondary meaning we have to adopt. Then what is the secondary meaning? Tathacha chitehe. Chittasya tatra tatra vrutya bhavaha yeva nishkarsharthaha. Then the absence of manifestation of the purusha and also the dependent chitta, that is what is to be understood as nishkarsha and not the drawing out of purusha or the chitta itself. Both the chitta and the purusha are vibhu. So their, 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 their presence is manifest or not manifest or it is perceptible or not perceptible only that much is the meaning of nishkarsha and not the physical drawing out of the jivatma or the uh, or the chitta is to be understood thereby the view that uh, the chitta and also the purusha are at this clarified so both of them are omnipresent so there is uh, uh, no doubt about this so hence we can see that on the parimana of chitta which is very central to yoga sutra it is based on this puranic quotation that the discussion goes on and then the clarity is established thus this is the first point of indebtedness of yoga towards purana and one more interesting idea about the puranas that we can understand from this quotation is that um, the uh, when a lay person looks at this quotation, oh, at the time of death, the Yama will come and then draw out the Jivatma. So he is satisfied. He might be satisfied by looking at that interpretation and, and he will be convinced. But whereas the Purana does not say that the Jivatma is drawn out, it drops a hint for a scholar. It drops a hint for the wise person who is learned by using the term Purusha and not Chitta or Sukshma Sharira. So when a scholar looks at it, so as Vachaspati Mishra has uh, looked at it and understood that Purusha cannot be drawn out. So it is just the manifestation or the state of unmanifestation of the uh, Chitta and the Chaitanya. That is what is uh, death or transmigration. So in this way, Purana, though apparently 
uh, for a lay person it may it can mean something but for scholars the puranic uh, those who have composed this purana have given or left enough clues to see deeper and higher and uh, 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 and uh, greater uh, dimensions of uh, philosophical truths to be discovered so this shows the multiple layers in puranas that we can see so this is the first example that i wanted to present where uh, yoga shastra has been benefited by this conceptual clarity uh, derived from the puranic quotation now uh, this is on the philosophical side even from the point of view of understanding the meaning of certain words so there also yoga sutra is uh, even in the language dimension yoga sutra has been benefited by puranas so the very first word of yoga shastra is atha Gentlemen, atha you yes can, can we uh, go briefly about the next two points so that we can uh... yeah yeah i will just sum up ji in just uh, yeah so the even in the second uh, <clears throat> i'll just be presenting only two points and then i will wrap up uh, i will ensure that it will be finished within the uh, stipulated 15 minutes um, the second example is even from the point of view of language we see in there are uh, so many meanings given to the word atha atha is uh, in certain commentaries is arambha in certain commentaries it is mangala and in certain commentaries anantara after and but the accepted meaning is adhikara where uh, here also to establish the meaning of adhikara shruti smriti itihasa puraneshu prasiddham so this adhikara that is the knowledge of yoga is adhikrita or pramanika uh, so that idea is further established by this second quotation or in the second occasion so to fix the meaning of the term atha that is adhikarartha the puranic uh, reference or the allusion to the puranic class of literature we can see from the tattvavaisharadi commentary okay i just move to the third and last example that i want to present when we speak of yoga people will not be convinced uh, about the indebtedness of uh, yoga to purana if we do not touch upon a practical dimension of yoga they will say oh what is the practical let all these philosophical clarity linguistic inputs all this remain does the puranas contribute to some practical clarity in yoga practice so in in the in the context of yoga The, that is the last and final point that i would want to present so we see uh, in determining the sequence of practice of components of pranayama the puranic uh, puranic uh, reference or the the puranas have been taken recourse to by the uh, yoga vyakhyanakaras for example in yoga vartika there is a particular discussion description about pranayama so uh, i'll just take a couple of minutes to explain this this is very critical so sutra 2.50 uh, is about bahyabhyantara stambha vrittihi deshakala sankhya paridrishtah dirgha sukshmah so what should pranayama lead to or what should be the outcome of pranayama pranayama should ensure by the practice of the techniques of pranayama it should ensure that the prana becomes dirgha and sukshma prana becomes long and subtle so uh, only when the prana or the uh, especially the breathing component becomes long and subtle what happens chalevate chalam chittam nischale nischalam bhavet so when the when the prana is long and subtle the mind also settles down for higher meditative purposes and even for our worldly uh, overcoming of uh, stress etc the prana has to settle down so 
in that context making the prana dirgha and sukshma the sutrakara in yoga sutra he says what should be the technique to be followed uh, to attain dirgha sukshma state sutrakara says bahya abhyantara stambha that is the sequence he presents that is exhale bahya abhyantara then inhale and then stambha hold the breath within so this is the sequence that the sutrakara presents but what does yoga vartika uh, based on um, the vyasa's commentary so what do the commentators present with the strength of the purana they say sautraha pathakramah anushthane na adartavyah this sequence of exhale inhale hold that has been presented in sutra should not be followed in practice why tathacha pooraka kumbhaka rechakaha ityautsargikaha anushthana kramaha so what is the general sequence of or very well understood sequence of practice autsargika krama is inhale pooraka hold kumbhaka and exhale rechaka so this is the anushthana kramaha puraneshu this is to be under un- underlined puraneshu bahulyena darshanaacha so in so many puranas this is the krama of or this is the technique of pranayama that has to be practiced or this is the sequence in pranayama that has to be practiced that is inhale hold and exhale only by following this technique which is substantiated supported by the puranas that the prana will become dirgha and sukshma so thus we see that uh, beat the philosophical clarity on the concept of chitta the dimension of chitta and the meaning of in the language dimension clarification on the meaning of the term artha linguistic dimension which in the context of yoga and also in the practical dimension of uh, uh, the very critical component of uh, yoga that is pranayama puranas have been taken recourse to so uh, uh, to conclude my uh, talk i would just uh, present a verse from uh, vyasa's commentary where vyasa says agamena anumanena dhyanabhyasa rasena cha tridha prakalpayan prajnam labhate yogam uttamam so what does he say everyone most of us we practice yoga we are in the yoga state so how to move to the state of uttama yoga yogam uttamam how how does our yoga become uttama with three components agama anumana and abhyasa so these are the three components which makes a normal yoga a uttama yoga so based on this uh, discussion we can see that uh, uh, so in in our current context yoga abhyasa abhyasa component is strong and popular the other two components that is anumana and agama have to be strengthened the study of yoga shastra yoga sutras have to be have to be more authentic and the authenticity comes from the study of the commentary literature of yoga sutra and as we can see from this uh, exposition that the commentary literature the superstructure of yoga sutra commentary literature itself stands on the cornerstone of the puranas hence uh, my plea at the end of this presentation is to to make the to make the engagement with the yoga uh, 
which is popular globally more authentic as indic academy would put more authentic more uh, immersive and uh, more transformative so this agama dimension which is uh, of yoga which is very firmly based on purana should be promoted the study of yoga shastra with the with the, with the help of the commentaries that has to be promoted so this is my humble plea submission uh, uh, through this paper and i conclude my talk here thank you thank you sir thank you very much this was really really eye opening Uh, particularly from the point of view of uh, indological research people generally uh, uh, there are two sources from where they draw the yoga ideas one is the buddhist sources or else they uh, would either put that uh, into uh, yoga contributing to puranas rather the other way around so this yeah. was really eye opening